Dan Bursch and Jesse Mendoza. Jesse Mendoza. Well, today uh, we're talking about roses because we had a gardening episode and we we just did not cover uh, all the things we wanted to talk about. So today we thought we'd do a shorter version of the Little Things podcast, specifically on roses. I I talked to you pre-show that roses really wasn't your specialty, so I thought I'd make sure to ask you a lot of questions about roses uh, so that uh, this got really deep really fast. Is this where you test my knowledge (laughs) of things I know and don't know? The rose quiz. The rose quiz. Well, first uh, quiz question then, uh, Jesse Mendoza, is how old is the oldest rose bush I don't know that is incorrect <laughs> the uh, <laughs> oldest rose bush is actually a thousand years old wow uh, isn't that amazing I, I was uh, looking at it just the other day it's in Germany and a thousand years old can you believe that Oh, uh, when I was in Israel, when you walk through the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, you get to walk by some olive trees that are pretty old as well. But I've never seen a thousand-year-old rose bush before. But there's a lot of things you can do with roses. Uh, did you know that you can eat rose petals? That I did know. Did you? I did know Have that. Have you tried? No, I haven't. You know, I was thinking about kids. Have you? Well, no, but I was thinking about, you know, like little Trevin. He's 19 now, my, my stepson. But when he was little, he... He'd put anything into his mouth. But isn't that a fun like idea that if the kid's putting in the grass, you take out the grass. He puts in the gravel, you take out the gravel. He's chomping on a rose. You're just like, oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen a kid eat a rose. I've seen them put a lot of things in their mouth. But I did know you can eat roses. Yeah, I've yeah. never tried it. No, and I have, actually. I, I've had rose petals. What does it taste like? Um, I, you know, a rose. <laughs> I, I don't really know. It tastes like chicken. I, I, okay. I don't know what I'm supposed to say with that question, but it tastes like what you would think it would taste mm. like. Now, uh, here's another thing about roses is rose perfume. Mm. Like when I say that, in fact, if you're a listener right now, the minute I said that you all knew exactly what that smelled like, like it smells like my childhood. If you grew up in the 80s, uh, one, you saw rose-patterned uh, wallpaper in your house, but also you, you smelled that classic, distinctive rose perfume. I've seen have you ever rose, smelled that? I've not smelled a perfume. I have seen the rose wallpaper, but only okay. movies. You've never smelled the perfume? I've never it's smelled the perfume. Incre- it is or maybe I've smelled really it, and I don't, just didn't know it was. Listen to this. I got this from Better Homes and Gardens, BHG.com. One gram of rose oil, one gram of rose oil, comes from quiz question number two. How many roses for one gram of rose oil? A mm, hundred. <laughs> 2,000. Wow. <laughs> 2,000 roses. So we actually have a bottle of rose perfume, uh, 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 an essential oil, and it was over $100 for this bottle of essential oil because all of those roses that had to <laughs> sacrifice their lives for that little vial of, of rose oil. But it's a strong, uh, very distinct smell. Yeah. Some I'd people love it's it. It's potent, too. Some people, it's very potent. Um, it's not like my cup of tea, so to speak, but it is, you know, a very popular fragrance out there uh, that a lot of people still wear. I, I think that the the popularity, this is just my uh, total opinion, not fact, but it feels like when I was a kid, uh, 
getting a lot of hugs from people that um, it was really stronger back then, but the rose of you know fascination has gone down a little bit as far as the fragrance is concerned. But um, I, I was thinking about the phrase. I, I know you're originally from Belize, but um, I don't I know am. if they say this phrase in, in Belize. But Let's hear it. Stop and smell the roses. Yes, I know about yeah? that. Yeah. yeah. Anyone ever tell you that? They have. Yes. Hey, J- Jesse, you're just way too busy, man. Mm-hmm. Je- Jesse, you know what? I'm, I'm setting you up. Jesse, you know what you need to do? <laughs> Dude. Stop and smell the roses. Yes, yeah, you need to stop and smell the roses. So. <sighs> is that you smelling? Is that what you just did with uh, yeah. the mic? I didn't smell any, though. Maybe we should have had some roses You know what's here. weird? There, there's a phrase for this. So if any of you are watching this or listening to this, you know this phrase. I don't have time to look it up. That when you, you can, can, your brain can convince you that even as we're talking about rose and fragrance of rose, that my brain is convincing me that I'm smelling rose right now, mm. which with two men <laughs> this close to each other in this room, it's obviously not roses that I'm smelling, and yet my brain is telling me <laughs> that I can smell roses. That, so please, whoever you are, email uh, us. Let us know yeah. uh, what that phenomenon is the called. The mind is a powerful thing. It is a powerful thing. Well, I was also uh, thinking about this with roses. I actually love roses. I Throughout my whole life, I went to the Rose Garden. I love the Rose Garden in Portland. If you've ever been to Portland, Oregon, Incredible, incredible, amazing rose garden down there uh, in Tacoma at the Point, Point Defiant Zoo. There's an amazing rose garden at, in Seattle at the zoo up there. There's a wonderful rose garden. I love roses, but what I didn't realize, and again, I will say it again. If you are in the Portland area, it is not to be missed. Have you ever been to Portland, Oregon's rose garden? No, I've been through Portland, Oregon a number of times, but I've never been to the rose garden. And I'm being serious with your photography and your love for photography and your gifts in that area. It's, it's phenomenal. But one thing I didn't realize, or I haven't realized that my wife under, knows, but and a lot of other people know, but I don't know, is that different colored roses have different meanings. Did you know, did you know this? I've heard about it, but I don't know what they mean. Yeah, well, here's quiz question number three. Oh, wow. What does the red rose stand for? Uh, this lo- is what loyalty. we call a no. This is what we call a softball question. <laughs> like you can hit this one out of the park. Loyalty. Let's try it again. Red rose. Red. When when would we buy a red rose? Valentine's yes. Day. Love. Which, romance. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> like on this Valentine's Day, I just thank you for your loyalty. I mean, I guess that kind of works, but yeah. I don't know. I think romance is probably a better answer. So mm-hmm. you you got it right on the second shot. What about this uh, white rose? I'd say purity. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Now, this is where it gets complicated. Yellow rose. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. And if you're listening to this or watching this like me, if you don't know, don't Google it. But try to answer with me. And your your answer might be, I don't know. Well, I, lo- see. I love that Sympathy? you... Sympathy? So, I, I love that you said loyalty because... Uh, yellow rose is friendship, oh. is what I actually saw the other day, and and it made me laugh because I was thinking about the 16 year old boy that 
you know, gets the yellow rose from the girl that he likes. And then he, you know what you're thinking at that point when you get the yellow rose, mm. you're freaking out because you realize you're in the friend zone. friend zone. And if you like the girl, I mean, nobody wants to be in the friend zone. So the yellow rose, uh, it seems to be, is more of the friend zone uh, rose to give, uh, which is also, it seems like a safe rose to give. Um, you know, because you're not really playing all your cards. You're kind of holding back a little bit. You're saying you care, but not that much. <laughs> yeah. Friendship. That's interesting. That just made me have this whole thought process about how, like, you have different color hearts on your smartphone. I wonder if maybe the yellow no, heart means friendship. I know. <laughs> I, I don't when, know. I'll have people send me. It's just me, a rabbit trail. Yeah, here. they send me the purple heart or the red heart or the. Yellow heart, and yeah. yeah, and they all mean something. Obviously, they mean something, but um, that's another episode, I think. Yeah. So I got some more trivia questions okay. for you. This first one's another softball question. Do you know the U.S. national bird? Uh, I think I do know this one. It's the bald eagle. That's so good. Okay, quiz question number f- five. Okay. What is the U.S. national mammal? Uh, it's the American bison. Oh my goodness. How did you know that? <laughs> because I went to Yellowstone. Wow. And just reading stuff. Wow. That's how I wow. know that. I feel like I need to get you a special prize for that. I, I'm really impressed, Jesse. I went to Yellowstone last year and so just reading up a bunch of information and you were the one who actually suggested that I should go check it out. And oh, it was goodness. amazing. Yeah, and I love it. I did some reading about the American it. bison. Yeah, well, that's where I learned about that as well, in that, uh, Yellowstone National Park. Well, quiz question number 27. Uh, what is the U.S. national flower? So... I don't know, but I'm just going to go out on a limb here because we're talking about rose. I'll assume that it's the rose. It is. It is the rose. You are doing so well at today's quiz. Well, before we wrap it up, I I did want to give some um, advice. And please don't listen to my advice uh, on gardening or how to cultivate roses. But I did want to share some advice uh, on uh, rose making or rose cultivating. Okay, Uh, let's hear it. The first thing, and this all comes from bioadvanced.com. And I don't know if we can trust bioadvanced.com or not, but according to them, these are the six things you need. You need first a place that has a lot of sun. I've heard that. Um, Second, you need a rich, well-draining soil. So you can't can't be in standing water or those types of things. You can't have water resting on the leaves too much either. I I heard Mm -hmm. that isn't good for the foliage. Uh, You need mulch. So some kind of have you ever have you ever spread mulch before? By the way, yeah, I have. That was one of it's the nasty. worst <laughs> summer jobs I had was spreading mulch for my girlfriend's parents. And oh. I mean, you get used to it after the first twenty minutes, but yeah, I mean that's real. But so you need some mulch, and then you you need to water, and of course, not too much, not too little. I think a good soaker hose would come into play uh, for the water. And then you got to inspect it, right? You got to inspect it for disease. You got to inspect it for insects, you know, those types of things. And then the sixth thing is regular 
pruning. And we talked a little bit about pruning mm-hmm. uh, last time in our gardening episode. And if you missed that, you, I'd recommend uh, going back and watching that. But when I saw those six steps, I was like, wow, that sounds a whole lot like us as humans. Yes, for sure. Um, yes. We need the right location. <laughs> we need good soil. We need fertilizer, right? We need watering. We need uh, to be inspected for disease and and the different things that are trying to still kill and destroy. And we need that pruning, uh, just like we talked about last time. Any any thoughts on that? No, I would just say that I totally agree with all the things you just said. That is so true. Um, There are times in our lives when we have to make adjustments um, because we go through seasons. And so we might need to what worked in this season might not work in this next season. So mm. yes, there is that thing mm. of evaluating and seeing where we're at to ensure that we are in the right soil, feeding ourselves the right uh, nutrients or content in those seasons that we're going through so that we can thrive. You know, it made me, even as you said that, it was the thought of you have to be in the right environment mm. as well. And uh, I remember growing up as a kid your parents would always tell you like have the right friends yes. or put yourself in the right scenarios on, on friday night you know make sure you're hanging out with the right crowd and and even that idea that for that rose to bloom for it to uh, blossom so to speak that it's got to be in the right location and uh, with the right environment right atmosphere right nutrients uh, right soil all those types of things so applicable to our lives and uh, so applicable even to what everyone is going through right now in our society that it we need to be wise with uh, what we're doing where we're doing it how we're doing it and then also uh, number six of course be open to the pruning of the lord be open to the uh, areas that he wants to do and finish his work, his good work in us. Yes, most definitely. I agree. Well, amen. Well, I want to close uh, by reading this verse. It comes from Luke chapter 12, 27 through 28. And I hope this encourages uh, some of our listeners today. Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. And I think more than anything, we'd want to leave you with that uh, on this short Little Things podcast, uh, that God cares for you. And whatever might be going on in your life, good, bad, or ugly, uh, today, seize the moment and get yourself in that right environment, into that atmosphere where you can thrive and watch what God will do. And know this today. He loves you. He's for you. And he cares for you today. Yes, we love you. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. We wanted to give a special shout out to Caleb Wilkins for our theme music. And yeah, you can find this podcast. We release a new one every Monday. You can find it on all your social platforms or wherever you listen. Uh, Look for the Little Things Podcast. My name is Jesse Mendoza and you are Dan Bursch. Like, share, follow. 